there, Rati here with Mami Beluga Investing. This will be my second video in English. In this series, I will discuss Singapore stocks traded at SGX. I have not made any direct position in SGX. However, I've been consistently purchasing SPDR, SDA ETF since mid-2020. My aim for this series is to discuss the performance of individual stock that made up the index. I will look into their profitability, their resistance to crisis, and finally answer the question, should I take a position for this particular stock? In this video, I'll discuss OCBC Bank with stock symbol O39. I have my first account at OCBC to the OCBC 360 program before. And as for today, 16 of March 2021, OCBC Bank made 11.4% of the index, which is the second largest component after DBS Bank. Okay, my quick take for OCBC is, it is an excellent performing company that would be a nice part of anyone's portfolio. Nice fundamental and for a while it is undervalued. Two, I'm interested in taking a position for this bank. However, the cash amount required for a single lot is rather steep. I might want to consider it further. Okay, how did I come out with those conclusions? Keep watching this video till the end. A little disclaimer, this is an amateur video. My main intention is to record my journey of learning and practicing investing from scratch. This video shall not replace any financial advice and neither suggestion to took a position, buy or sell in the stock market. Please conduct your own research before making any decision. Finally, feel free to put your comments, criticisms and suggestions in the comment section. But please be nice to me as I'm just starting to make videos analyzing Singapore stock. Okay, now let's talk a bit about OCBC Bank's profile. Based on OCBC's website, this bank is relatively old Singapore bank. It was formed in 1932 from the merger of three local banks, the oldest of which was founded in 1912. Currently, OCBC is the second largest financial service group in Southeast Asia by assets. It is one of the world's most highly rated banks. In terms of ownership, the two largest shareholders of OCBC are Salat Private Limited and Lee Foundation, which each held 11.97% and 5.03% respectively. Okay, now let's get into its performance for the past few years. To look at the company's performance, I'll start with their ability to generate income and how good they are at maintaining it. The simplest one will be keeping track of their earning per share of a certain period of time. Particularly, I would like to see how the company performed during crisis. So here on the screen, I plot OCBC's earning per share for over a decade from 2008 to 2020. The plot that we have on the screen includes at least two crises. One is in 2008, which is the US subprime mortgage collapse, and the second one is the COVID-19 pandemic, which I believe is still ongoing. We can see in the plot on our screen, OCBC has a general uptrend profit. Naturally, it dipped during crisis in 2008 and seems to dip again in 2020. Considering the large increase since 
2016, the drop in 2020 does not look that horrible. Okay, now let's look at the effect of pandemic to OCBC performance closer. Here I plot OCBC's quarterly EPS so that I have a closer look on the pandemic effect on the company. We can see that prior to 2020, OCBC's income is pretty stable except for that in third quarter of 2018. OCBC income dropped sharply in the first quarter of 2020. But I doubt that it was caused by the COVID-19 circuit breaker or CB in Singapore since CB was only started on the first quarter of 2020. By the second quarter of 2020, OCBC income raised slightly, which seems to recover towards the end of 2020. Okay, overall, it seems like OCBC was affected by pandemic, but it seems to have managed pretty well for the situation. Okay, next, let's take a look at how much of those income got distributed back to the shareholder as dividend. So here I plot the dividend distribution over the last 10 years. The dividend is plotted as with uh, red markers connected with thick line, red dots with thick red line. Each, markers is, each marker is notated with two numbers. Number on the top is the number is the amount of dividend per share. And the lower number is the payout ratio. As a comparison, I have also plotted the, uh, the earning per share with small circle markers connected by thinner red line. Okay, a quick trend. We can see that the rate of dividend increase is not as fast as the income, which is fine by me. While the payout ratio have been hovering between 40 to 15% of EPS, which I consider as pretty healthy. I believe the payout ratio will be even lower in the future. One factor is the suggestion from Monetary Authority of Singapore of, or MAS to reduce the dividend payout. I'm rather fine with that as well. Up till here, I can see OCBC Bank is a healthy bank which justifies its status as one of Singapore's blue chip. Okay, so the next question is on the stock price. Is it still inexpensive? Okay, to see if OCBC stock is cheap enough, I'm putting up a rather complicated plot here, which consists of the price movements and earning multiplied per share quarterly. To make the discussion much clearer, I'm going to discuss one information layer at a time. Alright, let's start with the price movements over the last 10 years. This price fluctuation or the top, the up and down movement is normal for any stock listed in a stock market. It has several major dips, which are early 2014, then early 2016, sharp drop in mid 2018, and finally extreme drop in the first quarter of 2020, which since then the price seems to recover to its 2018 high. Now from price alone, I will not be able to judge the value of the stock. So let's add the second layer of the information, that is the earning multiplied. So here I add the 10 times quarterly earning multiply as green dashed line. This will give me further guides on the value of company. Classically, if the price is below 10 earning multiply, it can be considered cheap. The other interpretation for PE is how much time would you break even given the acquisition price 
In this case, I can interpret PE10 that I would reach break even in 10 years for a given purchase price. Now, for relatively long period of time, OCBC share seems to be undervalued. I place a yellow rectangle to get your focus between 2012 to 2018. Beyond that, some people, someone, or something, or many people, many things, etc., seem to take notice that drove the stock price up since. 2017 to 2018, the price had rallied till mid 2018, which then fell back to PE10, which most people consider as a fair price. I also noticed that OCBC buys back its shares from the market from time to time. At the moment, I don't have any analysis or even speculation of how this activity affects its share price. So now we have a baseline, which is the so-called support for OCBC. Now let's figure out the so-called the resistance level. Now I added 15 times earning multiply a slight green dashed line. Quickly we can see that it doesn't seem that investors are really bullish for OCBC. Historically, for the past 10 years, the price hardly reached PE10. So in this case, I would place my hunch that OCBC price might go down unless there is a drastic increase in its earning. Increase in OCBC earning for quarter 2, 2021 is highly likely considering the economic recovery that have been going on lately. So now I've added a notation for the price at PE10. Based on the last quarter earning, I've put the value price at $9.2 per share. By value price here, I mean the stock price at PE10. Looking back to 2020, even $11 doesn't seem to be a bad price for OCBC. Okay, now wrap up. In conclusion, I think OCBC is a solid bank, particularly obvious on their capability to generate income during crisis. OCBC looks like a classic example of quote-unquote value stock where the price doesn't seem to deviate so much from their value. Considering that, the current price that almost reached $12 per share is relatively expensive. Historically, $10 is a good price for me, $9 is even better. But for now, I don't have any plan to place a position on OCBC directly. However, I have an indirect long position on it with SPDR SDI ETF. Okay, that's all for my discussion about OCBC today. I hope this can be useful for both investor and trader. And I'll see you again on my next video. See you. Bye.